0: On the Daily Walk.
1: Good morning. It's Tuesday, August 21. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. Oh, and our church school, Vista Ridge Academy, this is its first day of school, I think. Isn't it? Or maybe it was yesterday. Is it? That- I
0: don't know. It might
1: be yesterday. It might be Campion Academy's first day today. I don't know. I mm. actually don't
0: know. I have to pay attention to my calendar more about those kind of things. I just remember that no Monday was because i Oh,
1: it was Monday. I'm mean, right, so Monday. used to school starting on a day that's not Monday because it usually yeah. ends up had, being Tuesday or Wednesday. They had
0: a big uh, prayer thing come together on Monday. And the only reason I remember this now is because I wasn't there because I'm in Sacramento um, yeah, at uh, right. this meeting in Sacramento. But yes. They are. They have this big thing in in, uh, counting that. So So I should have said this yesterday. Yes. So
1: it's the second day of school, but that's the real first day because everybody knows the first day doesn't count. (laughs) Yes, I, did I say I'm Becky
0: de Oliveira? And I'm at de Oliveira. Terribly confused today. It's all good. It's all good. Hey, let's pray for today for some clarity as well. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. All right. Heavenly Father, we are blessed, Lord, to be able to be connected today. We're blessed to be able to just uh, pause early this morning. Blessed to be able to read the passage in uh, a paraphrase. Uh, a new insights. So I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to Eugene Peterson's uh, take on this on this passage. And God, as as your spirit always Encourages us and uh, and pushes us and nudges us. God may may this new passage uh, a new interpretation here give us a new insight. We ask this in Jesus' name, Amen.
1: Okay, right. the message. Yes, Romans <laughs> seven thirteen through twenty five. I can already hear your next question. Does that mean I can't even trust what is good? That is the law. That's in brackets, by the way. Is good just as dangerous as evil? No, again. Simp- sin simply did what sin is so famous for doing using the good as a cover to tempt me to do what would finally destroy me. By hiding within God's good commandments, sin did far more mischief than it, would, than it could ever have accomplished on its own. I can't anticipate the response that is coming. I know that all God's commands are spiritual, but I'm not. Isn't this also your experience? Yes. I'm full of myself. After all, I've spent a long time in sin's prison. What I don't understand about myself is that I decide one way, but then I act another, doing things I absolutely despise. So if I can't be trusted to figure out what is best for myself and then do it, it becomes obvious that God's command is necessary. But I need something more. For if I know the law, but still can't keep it, and if the power of sin within me keeps sabotaging my best intentions, I obviously need help. I realize that I don't have what it takes. I can will it, but I can't do it. I decide to do good, but I don't really do it. I decide not to do bad, but then I do it anyway. My decisions, such as they are, don't result in actions. Something has gone wrong deep within me and gets the better of me every time. It happens so regularly that it's predictable. The moment I decide to do good, sin is there to trip me up. I truly delight in God's commands, but it's pretty obvious that not all of me joins in that delight. Part of me covertly rebels— And just when I least expect it, they take charge. I've tried everything and nothing helps. I'm at the end of my rope. Is there no one who can do anything for me? Isn't that the real question?
0: Oh, there's more. Oh. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah.
1: The answer, thank God, is that Jesus Christ can and does. He acted to set things right in this life of contradictions where I want to serve God with all my heart and mind, but am pulled by the influence of sin to do something totally different.
0: And of course, there'd be more. It would be a longer passage. Yes, yeah, so yeah. it was very long.
1: And at, in this one, I thought it was odd the way sin seems so personified. Like sin oh. is a thing that has huh. agency. Huh. You know, and it's kind of like. This oh, is a what, debate what that, that you and mean? I have.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: It's a debate that we have?
0: <laughs> yeah, about is sin really Satan? Is that what sin is? Is no, Is sin well, really mean, that evil or is it not? Satan. Mm, He's saying I know, sin. I know. Sin did that thing that <laughs> sin is so famous for doing
1: you know like hiding and feeling you up and I know. it's like well what what is sin oh if it's not just basically you doing your thing yeah and then i also thought this as usual is a little over the top that oh, i am thinking okay on the one hand you i love the message No, i do relate well i mean i'm just thinking this yeah. brings out to me the fact that the whole passage is over the top
0: yes it is but on
1: the one hand i do agree that it's very hard to be completely the person that you want to be To live up to the expectations that you set for yourself. But I don't agree that every single day a person does exactly the thing that they hate. I mean, that's a little extreme. I would say I've had days where I think I've managed to enjoy, not do anything just really horrific.
0: That's good. You know?
1: So (laughs) I'm I'm kind of like, well, what's he doing exactly each day that's this bad? You know what I mean? I think. Like, I get not having a great day or not. It's like today. Yeah. For instance, um, you know, I've had days where I have to sit in boring meetings and I uh-huh. think, wow, I wish that I could be more enthused about this. Yeah. I wish that somehow I didn't feel cranky right now, but I do feel cranky mm. and I almost can't even hide it, mm-hmm. you know, so. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, I can sense that.
1: Uh, but, you know, I didn't, you know, kill anybody or good stand good. up and shout at anybody. And just for the record, or, she
0: never has and uh, has no intent of doing that's that. That's right. Yeah, down. good.
1: But no, I'm saying even when you have a day that's, that's not great. You know, it's not a red-letter day by any stretch. It's not as if you necessarily just do exactly the opposite of what you think would be a good thing to do. So I don't know. I
0: think there are texts in the Bible, or there are passages in the Bible, that that really speak um, very clearly, and, and they kind of lead you down this path, and they say, this is what the text actually means. And then there are texts that are supposed to kind of pull you into a space where it kind of leaves you like, wow, that's, there's a lot inside here, and, I, and it could mean this, it could mean that, and it's supposed to leave you in this kind of ambiguous place. Paul, our friend Paul, uh, famous for uh, pushing us into some places of, you know, a little bit of discomfort and uh, repeating a lot. Oh my goodness! The guy repeats a lot and then expands and summarizes and well, repeats a lot. Maybe
1: just over exaggerating.
0: And exaggerates. Yeah, I would, I would give, I would give that as well. But here again, I actually believe, and I'm going to give this little clue here. You'll see this as I, as you read the daily walk, and you should go and explore the daily walk. It's at boulder slash daily. But as you get through the daily walk this week, I think you're going to see that what I'm, I'm trying to push through is that yes, you can see this text is about personal struggle. Sure, you can apply that. and You can say this is about my personal struggle, but I think Romans eight really applies and it helps you to understand that better. However, there is a bigger story inside here, um, which is not just about personal struggle. That's why the sin is not just a, a small thing, but actually a much bigger thing inside it, which we'll get by Friday inside there. So here's our question for today. Uh, how can we learn to extend more grace to each other, to have more empathy? Do we need to mm-hmm. extend, oh,
1: that is not the question. Is I just, that not the question? What has to oh, happen yeah. for you to make radical See, shifts in oh your life? Oh, my goodness.
0: Day is all wrong. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm here with you. What has happened for you to make radical shifts in your life? Thank you. I am really with us. Really here. Okay, good. What has happened for what you to… What has to happen. What has to happen for you to make radical shifts in your life? <laughs> yes. Did you hear that question? I'm going to say it again for myself. What has to happen for you to make radical shifts well, in your life?
1: you tell us?
0: Oh my goodness! Yeah, what has to happen for me to make radical shifts in my life? I think it really comes down to question motive. Um, what motivates me uh, to make a radical shift depends on the particular shift or Define the particular subject. Define
1: radical shift.
0: Well, what would that even be? Uh, it depends on the subject. So, uh, I mean, the have story, you ever the, made
1: a radical shift in your life? Because I would count that as being like selling everything you have and moving into a pickup oh, truck and driving from here down to Tierra del Fuego. Oh, that would be a radical shift.
0: Oh, really? Oh, how about how about? Uh, so I'm
1: not sure that we've ever done a radical really shift. I think we've been fairly. Really, we do things that are fairly predictable.
0: Huh? I like that. Great. Yeah. That's fantastic. I actually think that uh, I think that some of the things that we have done, though, I feel, are a little bit. Mm, a little bit more than that.
1: A radical shift? Mm. Like what?
0: I think moving from England to America uh, is well, pretty to big. To me, that I think wasn't that... really
1: a radical shift because it was just coming back to my own country. Well, for you, it was. So for you, maybe. Yeah, it was an entire shift. It wasn't shift. what we had planned. No. So it was, a, it was kind of a curve.
0: Yeah, it wasn't what I had actually intended or what I believed. I was kind of like well, it took a so... major, major shift inside there to th- kind of place myself in that spot. But I think that was... A real process for me to go through. I think moving from uh, where I was working at Andrews University and deciding to actually go back and becoming a pastor again—that was a pretty major shift, in movement in in my life. Mm. Um, those are big, uh, big shifts. And what motivates me um, is the vision. I think.
1: See, I think that sometimes what happens to cause people to make radical shifts in their life are things that are outside of their control. You know. Um,
0: I think they can happen to
1: S- certain shifts happen in your life because life changes. You get old, your kids grow up, you get an inoperable illness or something. Yeah. So shifts happen that you then either make the best of them and doing something worthwhile or you kind of shrivel up.
0: Yeah. I think that actually also happens to people. But
1: I mean, change is and happening I, to people. And I've
0: seen and I've seen that also. I've seen that also horrible things happen to people and nothing changes in their life. So yeah. it's just interesting that. I mean, that can you know, be
1: a good thing sometimes. Well, uh, yeah. Because, you know, I don't know. I'm not necessarily one who thinks that a radical shift is necessarily the thing that you should be looking for. It oh, might I see. be. It yeah. might not be. Well, you know, some people, I think, think that um, taking these kind of hairpin turns or whatever yeah. in life, these dramatic road to Damascus oh, yes. kinds of things, are what life is about. And I'm I'm not sure. I think it can be. I also think just kind of having some continuity I don't think and never shifting in any way, and just being kind of a even keeled person throughout your life is not a terrible thing.
0: I think that's actually a really good thing. I think if people are not struggling with sin and they're not struggling with uh, with anything, and they're just like, hey, they're with God and they're hearing the voice of God and God's talking to them every day and everything's going good, fantastic.
1: Well, even if you're not, but if they
0: are out of sync with God, I think they need to get in contact with and hear what God is saying to them. Okay, and that's here's what this makes me
1: think of. It makes me think of the classic person who is a pendulum swinger. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they yes. go from one extreme to another extreme. Yes. So that, I don't know, I just yeah. think that that isn't necessarily what you want.
0: No, we don't want that kind of like extremist reaction, absolutely. Well, our time is well past. Let's look at this question one more time. I'm going to repeat it properly this time as well what has to happen for you to make radical shifts in your life think about that question look after each other live love and we will connect tomorrow hey thanks again for listening to the daily walk podcast today hey, if you remember if you have any questions reach out to us online at boulder.church and if you can help support us please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash Until next time, look after each other and live love.